0: just getting started that's the that's the real tea all right so we back at it again man no apology um i think this is episode 20 i'm your host shaquille to the right of me i got my brother ox peace and love and to the left (laughs) i got my brother chris
1: what's good
0: and I'm feeling, I'm feeling good today. The weather's starting to change. Actually, it already changed. Facts. We, we damn near in, in mid-fall, the climax of fall. So I guess that's why everybody trying to pull out their hoodies and sweats now. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all the listeners that's um, tuning into this episode right now, hearing my voice and i want to start things off by saying rest in peace to brianna taylor it was reported that first her family was paid off um settlement money for the um the case of her untimely death then news came out about uh the amount that they were given um, they were offered, oh no, they were given twelve million, and I was like, all right, you know, that's that's oh, that's cool or whatever. But then I remember that the cops still weren't convicted, so <laughs> I think you know we gotta <laughs> let's get them niggas locked hey, the fuck man. up. Whoever whoever you know um, is handling that case, let's let's get that you know situated because we already know you know a lot of. Black people are content with getting a check and getting paid off with things like that. But this is something that needs to be done for, you know, generations to come. You got to start locking these cops up, man. Yeah, it it's, just
2: baffles me on a side note that you can pay 12 milli but not arrest the nigga who did it. <laughs> like you know, they're day gone. and age, They just putting money on our bodies now yeah. just to keep their men free.
0: And like I said, it's not... It's not like a surprise to me, but with this case being so big, you know, rest in peace to George Floyd, um, every, everybody that lost their life. It, we make, had to make a whole episode just naming everybody. Amazing. But, you know, I was surprised that they were paid off before um, anybody was arrested. That was just kind of odd to me. Um, so, yeah, like I said, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, um, and we just hope that the outcome of that is just, you know, cops getting arrested, cops being trained better,
1: the whole nine, because this, this shit got to stop. It was just a lot of shit, no fuck shit going on with this whole Breonna Taylor situation. Um, Like we all know, when, when does it make sense for somebody to murder somebody and not get arrested for it? So for the police officers... Who murdered that woman, they not got charged. Yeah. Which we've seen in the George Floyd situation where, you know, immediately they got charged. But there was no video inside Breonna Taylor's home to show who was in the wrong. Um, I actually educated myself, you know, on the full story. Because, um, you know, you at, at first it kind of just hits you because we're still trying to get over to George Floyd and then Breonna Taylor just came on. Yeah. So it was like, damn, fuck. Like, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I'm just mad. You know what I'm saying? But when you still just take a look at what really happened, like that shit was even on some bullshit in in itself. So the twelve million was, you know, basically a wrongful death lawsuit settlement. Yeah. Um, but where are the charges? Where where's the the meat of what really happened here? You know what I'm saying? That cops shot this woman in her own home. When they searched the home, no drugs was in the home. Like I know at the end of the day they felt like assholes hopefully yeah. you <laughs> never know what they
0: immoral. thinking about yeah. Bro. Yeah. you Everybody never
1: know <laughs> you never know what they
2: think about yeah because if you ask me that 12 milli sound like hush money yeah it's like okay we give you this Just forget about the situation let us go about and do what we do yeah. whereas like of course wrong for death, death settlement and all that but it's like all right we're still not gonna arrest who did it take the 12 million be happy with it and that's a, a fucked up situation <laughs>
1: yeah that's it's, it's very odd to me. Um, even the implications that, you know, after Breonna Taylor's death, like, or her whole uh, former boyfriend, because, you know, he was the basis of everything that involved, because they was in her apartment, basically, because he used to get packages shipped there. So that's how her crib even got hot, whatever. Right. So even after she passed, um, they tried to implicate her. To say that she was involved with his his drug trafficking or his drug business, or whatever, okay. and try to make her look like you know criminal to the media type shit. Oh. When the boyfriend they was trying to give him a plea deal, and everything. he okay. denied the shit. He's like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie because she had nothing to do with the fuck I had going on type yeah. shit. Right. So that's how you know it's definitely some foul play in there. And if he had took that plea or lied on her name, who knows that you their family would even gotten that chance to get that 12 million. Right. Right. So it's fucked up. The fuck, like you said, it's hush money. This shit got out. The boyfriend didn't take the bait, and now it's like they they
2: got to give him something, right? Yeah, because yeah. people still screaming. You know what I mean? Arrest the the killers, so and they still ain't arrest them, like yeah, man. Like
0: I said, I hope the the case gets you know the right justice. Um, I hope Breonna Taylor gets the right justice. RIP to her. RIP George Floyd. And rest in peace to everybody that that unpassed due to police brutality. So what's today? Thursday. Yeah. Um, this we're, we're, record, we're recording on Thursday, in case you didn't know. But yesterday, Kanye West went on a, a a Twitter spree, and eventually got his his tweets blocked, and he he got stopped from tweeting because he put out somebody's number. Um, but before we get to that, let's just talk about you know how this this started. So Kanye, he he was basically starting about how the, you know, the industry is, you know, everybody knows how the music industry is, one of those industries that it's no, you know, rules, no real regulations, no guidelines. And if you don't have, you know, the right lawyers, the right backing, you can get fucked. Pause. Um, so he basically was just... Expressing how you know the music industry is like modern day slavery, which everybody knows, blah, blah blah. Um, and then he goes into, um, I'm not sure if he, I think he, he asked Drake and, and Kendrick and Cole and all them for an apology before. Am I, am I lying about that? Did he, before he went into all this contract, shit, I think that he he wanted he wanted an apology from um yeah i think i heard it but apology for what though okay yeah so that was the case yeah he did want an apology first and that was just imagine a nigga like telling you that you owe him an apology and you don't even know like what you need what you apologizing for <laughs> like right, you know I mean? cuz that's that was my first i'm i'm yeah, like was, why are they confused. what are they apologizing for like what what happened i was just lost so then you know When he starts talking about the industry and showing his contract, he showed his contract, put it in pictures on Twitter.
2: Had to be at least 100 100 photos.
0: (laughs) And while part of me is on his side, obviously because he got done dirty and he got fucked by the music industry. But, you know, the other side of me just thinks that we have to hold ourselves accountable at the same time because you can complain as an artist and and preach ownership and things like that but on the other hand if you're still you know living in in a slave contract how can you preach those ideals if you're not living it you don't own your masters you know shout out to russ shout out to nipsey Um, These are just things that You kind of get confused by the the language Just because you hear or see somebody so irate And you don't really get to look at the whole situation Yeah, you know Whoever he was working with Universal, all of them They fucked him over And it's hard for him to get his masters Obviously because that's just the business But on the flip side of it, like I'm saying you got to take accountability for because you signed that contract. It's like not nobody didn't force you to sign a contract. You know, you decided to sign that contract. And instead of complaining for yourself, because it's really just about yourself. If anybody else was going through this, I don't think Kanye would be speaking up for them like he's speaking up for himself. Of course. So, you know, I think it's, it's about him, obviously. But he's trying to, you know, paint it like I'm trying to make it better for everybody yeah and you know your voice is cool and throwing shit out on twitter is cool but you know you have to be able to understand that other businesses are going to look at all of that shit like they might not want to do deals with you because of that like although he's being outspoken and all that other stuff like i want people to still be smart and know how to handle bad business because that is it's a contractual agreement that you make you have to abide by that. You know, if you choose not to, you just look bad, you know, personally. But you don't, you're not making the record company look bad because people, it's a kid out there right now that wants to sign whatever deal Kanye got. Period. So, yeah, I just, I just think that accountability, uh, definitely has to be, has to be taken. You know, ownership is definitely important, but, um, the accountability aspect is way more important than me.
2: Oh, that's uh, facts, so. that's facts. Like you said, nobody loves Kanye more than Kanye. So <laughs> all of this was basically like a pity party or whatever you may have, you know what I mean? He knew about the contract, he knew about everything that he was dealing with, but when he can't get his way, what do he do? Start bitching and complaining and trying to bring everybody else in, Like you know what I mean? When it's really a personal problem We low-key didn't need to know all this situation. But you're putting all that out there to try to make the label look bad, but you're making yourself look crazy, like Shaq said. You're going to need somebody eventually in the future, and if you're pulling these shenanigans, you can't be trusted. So, with that being said, I felt like he had to vent. Of course, this is only outlet, so whether it's good or bad, Kanye is going to be Kanye. I think it's also weird that He's
0: kind of like this speaker for black people now On, on in the tweets that I saw. Um, it, it's, it's just odd to me because this whole thing when he was with Trump, and I know people can change. I know, you know, people's thoughts can change. Obviously, yeah, we know that. But it's just odd that, you know, before he was telling us to – that that black people were kind of too far into slavery and he wanted people to move past slavery. But in the in the event that he is, you know, trying to renegotiate or get his masters back and because they're abiding by their contract and not allowing you to own your masters, now it's, you know, it's slavery now. Now we got to understand that niggas is still... You know, living in, in slave times and, you know, you, you want to preach this black shit. So that's, like I said, that's just very odd to me. And even, you know, telling niggas that, you know, they, they owe you an apology you and an shit apolo- like that. Yeah. That, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, he maybe he knows something. I don't know as far as what what they did to him. But
1: <laughs> man, he just kind of just wants to be like, thank you, Kai. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. When, like you said, niggas like Nipsey Hussle have, hasn't been trying to educate young artists for the whole time he was making his runs. The whole marathon scheme, is you feel me? It's not a race, it's a marathon. Only your masters and, and things of that nature was just expressing towards young artists. And now, the platform that Kanye is on, of course, you know, there's all eyes on him right now. Whatever the fuck he tweet, he tweet baloney sandwich. Motherfuckers want to know what the hell he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? So. The whole contract situation, I get how he's trying to put you know his labels on blast, but this is something that you know he referred his lawyers to. This is something that he signed to. This is an agreement that he thought was a fair deal from the very beginning. Um, so now, of course, putting them on blast and fighting and, and trying to put lawsuits and get get your own masters. Of course, you're gonna want to do that now. But it just looks silly. Yeah, to your but point. was the thought process in the very beginning? Um, of course, you know, motherfuckers like Shaq said, they just want to get signed. They want that that deal that you got right now. Yeah. But they don't got it. And you that, that that does have it, you have the platform to do something about it. But you shouldn't expect motherfuckers to be thanking you for it. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, you're doing this for yourself. You're not doing this for nobody else
2: but yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason he bitching in the first place. Something that went wrong, Kanye can't get his way. Now it's, you know what I mean? Now he
1: needs the help of lawyers around the world to take a look at his contract. Yeah. (laughs) He wants motherfuckers to help him out now. Yeah. But then he want people to apologize at the same time. Yeah. He's just in a a different space. Um, And I just think, you know, the the media does paint a a picture of Kanye. Uh, He had the Nick Cannon interview that we discussed as well last time. So there's a lot going on with him. Um, These contractual issues, I don't feel like there's nothing to be posted on Twitter about.
0: Yeah, that's definitely not professional at all. Yeah. And I'm looking at this tweet that he actually said about Nick Cannon, where he said, you know, in a quote, we sat back and watched Nick Cannon get canceled, and we go to play ball in a bubble with Black Lives Matter on our backs. Brothers, let's stand together for real. There is no NBA or music industry without black people. Fair contracts matter. Ownership matters. And, you know, like I said, in quote, that I, 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 get it I agree a thousand percent I agree with it but it just seems like Kanye is kind of trying to educate more through frustration than actually teaching because yeah you know you went through the experience and all that stuff but if this wasn't him I don't think he would be as vocal and that, all, just yeah, the, that just shows that just shows kind of like the I I guess you can call it narcissistic characteristics. Um yeah. So I'm I'm going to keep you know Kanye in my prayers. Keep the family in, in in the prayers. Yeah, he 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 peed on his Grammy too. He, he recorded himself peeing on his Grammy. <laughs> seen
1: that shit. I'm like it was just for real. Like
0: <laughs> he just he in that bag. Like he said he he not peed releasing. it. Put his granny. he put that shit in the toilet and oh, on
1: it. this nigga better not be pissing on the no rest in peace in to there. rest in peace
0: to prince rest in peace to Michael Jackson shout out to shout out to prince too cuz actually prince is the real blueprint if we are really talking about it prince is the bru- uh, the blueprint of of creatives that you know wanted was preaching that ownership shit you know what I'm saying facts was preaching that shit as a whole you know, don't sing. I don't even want you singing my songs at a war show <laughs> type time. So I just want to, like I said, send my prayers out to, you know, Kanye. So um, September is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Suicide is a national health problem that currently ranks as the second leading cause of death for ages 10 to 24 suicide is also one of the leading causes of preventable death in our nation um before i get into the details about it as far as you know with men i kind of want to just tie this into just mental health i don't want to just strictly talk about suicide um but how's you know how's that how's your mental health been you know i guess during the during the times that we're in now like as far as the virus and have y'all had any moments where like y'all felt down
2: at all I mean it was always real sporadic slight times when you over pay attention or, or when you tune into the news too much of course when you start seeing back to back negative situations of course it gives you a little spark like damn the world's really fucked up but all in all personally I try to just block out all that negativity. Mm-hmm. So, of course it's easier for some than others, but, cause everybody's going through a different situation. But like, all you can really do is just try to block out the negativity and do what you love to do personally. Because regardless, shit's getting crazy. Yeah. We, not one person can do something. Collectively, of course we can, but realistically, it's crazy. So, what I would advise for everybody, of course, just stay prayed up, because like we already know, election time is coming soon. Like we don't know what type of shambles and shenanigans and propaganda is coming along with that. So this world is crazy. So like I said, stay prayed up.
1: Um, I mean, throughout the uh, COVID nineteen isolations, uh, it was a nice transition for me because that's at around the same time where I just had got my apartment. So, you know, we used to live in that pa- in that space and we had no furniture. So, just being in that empty apartment, you know, just it gives you time to grow, fantasize and kind of really see what you want in life. And that was my first place. So, I mean, it sucks that COVID-19 really kind of diminished our progression. You know, I lost a couple of dollars at work, pay went down a little bit, you know, regular struggles and shit like that. So, that kind of brought me down. But just being home with my daughter and just watching her grow every day and being able to nurture her and just, you know, teach her, it was kind of fulfilling in a sense. Not being having to go to the office and just staying home. Um, it was actually better for me than I would say. Uh, it was more of a positive than a negative. Just, you know, being in that space and just kind of focusing and having that open mindedness, regardless where, if I was home, like, you know, my parents other family members, you know how that could go. You just go in your room sometimes, you just close your door. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be bothered type shit. You go through whatever you go through. But right. I think just just having that space available to myself, um, was great. Of course there's some times where, you know, you are a man, so you, you 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 have thoughts about yourself where, you know, you, you may want to go out you know, be a man type shit. Yeah. Fuck with your boys, whatever yeah. the case may be, talk your shit. Um, So, I mean, that that was a little bit for me, not being able to go out a little bit. Because I'm I'm a a personable guy. You know, I like hanging out and shit. So, just being closed in my bubble kind of affected me a little bit. But, you know, just having family around, my daughter around, and being able to nurture her and watch her grow was great for me. It was real positive. Um, As far as my mental health goes, uh, I always try to, you know, uh, think of the positives, think about my blessings, think about what I have. I'll probably say I'm probably one of the most optimistic people you'll ever meet in your life. I always try to f- find, you know, uh, the 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 good thing about anything type of shit. Mm-hmm. Always try to find the good in people. That type of person, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's really seldomly that I get low on myself. But when I do, I just try to, like I said, refocus and just think about the positives, think about my blessings, and and move forward. Um. I think my toughest battles with just mental um, health was when I was younger. When you're younger, you know, you're not, uh, your brain is not fully developed. Um, you're more influenced by the views of your peers and other people that's surrounding you compared to when you're actually within your adulthood and you learn to love yourself. But prior to learning to love yourself, that's, that's, a, that's a big struggle. Mm-hmm. And just being a dark-skinned man was a lot for me because being little, I got made fun of, you know what I'm saying, for being dark skinned, You get all the dark jokes half past uh, twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. past twelve, African booty scratching, everything that come with it. So, you know that 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 gives me a little depressed when I was younger. Um, but as I got older, I used it as motivation. I wasn't gonna let somebody be better than me by the, because of the color of my skin. If somebody was, you know, white, light skinned and they were doing better than me fuck that now i know i gotta go 10 times harder and i always use that as my motivation rather than a a depression so i just thank god for you know providing me with the mind that i have now and i can honestly say i I never had any thoughts of suicide whatsoever in my life just thank god for that
0: um, so just to throw some statistics out there uh, for the people So 75% of all suicides are males. 40% of men won't talk to anyone about their struggle. 25% of men live with a mental illness. And uh, men can break down, cry, and experience intense grief and loss. They're just better at hiding it. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there just, I guess, for a lot of the men out there that kind of feel tough and feel strong all the time but kind of like hide their emotions through other things and you know for me during the the, uh, COVID I was working through the whole thing so I didn't really feel as boxed in because everything that you know we were supposed to be doing I kind of already been doing like I, I really wasn't going out like that before the virus hit I actually was trying to save bread so this kind of helped me save more probably made more money than I ever made in those couple months than I you know ever have so that was definitely a blessing Um, but yeah I haven't always felt great and I think the important part of it is just you know, knowing yourself, talking to people And Like, when I, well, I ain't gonna lie Like, when I get rich, I'm trying to like Give air, all my niggas Therapists, you know what I'm saying They own therapists um, And I think people have the wrong Outlook As far as therapy Like, you think that, you know, you just vent into somebody And that's You know, your therapy But it's actually the total opposite You know, when you stripping yourself and taking accountability for the things that you have gone through and things of that nature adding that into the venting that's when the that's when the the real therapy begins you know a lot of people could try to shy away from therapy um but therapy is is a really great thing but it kind of strips you down first you know, at least with my experience and most people's experience, they'll tell you, like, you gonna, you gonna go through pain before you start healing. The, the healing process doesn't immediately start when you start, you know, talking to people and, you know, expressing how you feel. And I'm not, I don't know how how, how y'all feel personally, but I think, like, you know, a lot of, the, like, degeneration now, a lot of their stresses might come from, you know, the young relationships they have, the, you know, family issues they might have. With a lot of men not having like fathers around, a lot of women not having dads around. They just like maneuvering through life. And you know, for both men and women, I just would like to say like anytime, you know, the opposite sex might throw on you like, you know, niggas here all the time, girls telling them like what a real man is. And what a real man isn't, and stuff like that, and I think that is that causes a lot of stress for like young men, because they don't know. A lot of men, they really, they, a lot of young men might not know. You feel me? Like what it is to be, you know, a man. But when you dealing with women, they could kind of sway your opinion, and kind of control what you think or who you think you are. So I think. The key is to remember that when women, the women that do that do say that, they're not necessarily trying to talk about what kind of man or what kind of person a, a real man would be, but that's just the person that they would prefer. I think that's really important to remember, like not to take that too personal, because you got to understand that's just what she wants, mm-hmm. that's the type of person that he wants. It's that's not quite, that's yeah. true though.
2: And the feed off of that, I always grew up, you feel know me, hearing my mom bashing certain men, you feel know me because of the community that she was raised or whatever. So where she came from, of course, niggas was cheating, doing this, doing that. And I grew up hearing that like, damn, imagine hearing from your moms or an older female, like all men ain't shit. Yeah. But luckily for me, I used that as fuel. Like nah, we gotta change the, the narrative. I gotta be different. Thank God he already placed me on his earth to be somebody different, not to be a follower. Mm-hmm. But all that was just extra motivation. And that ties back into how Shaq is coming. A lot of young brothers out here don't have that guidance. So when a female is basically talking about her ideal man, that kind of makes the man kind of like embarrassed or belittled when they don't even know how to be a man themselves. So it all ties back into mental health and finding out who you are as an individual. This is deeper than man and woman. Who are you as an individual? Yeah. Strip all the social media Strip all the money Put all that aside What would you do If it was 2,000 years ago And we all still living in the same situation So it's just like Mental health is very important Because Each and every time Each and every generation There's some type of War Some type of sickness And it's been happening for generations now So we gotta think about How our grandparents dealt with it How our great great grandparents dealt with it And it's just like us as Blacks especially, we're very strong-minded. So, of course, everybody doesn't want to speak on them when they're feeling down and out or when they're feeling less than a man or less than a woman. they rather hide it because of insecurity, because of ego, because of pride, you name it. And that's cool. But once we can actually start to peel back those layers, it really helps, though.
0: Yeah, and like, like I said, like, a lot of couples think that just... Speaking to their partner is therapy, you know. Just talking to to, to the person you with is therapy, but venting is not anything compared to creating a plan and developing a plan to heal from trauma. That's that's when the real therapy comes in when you healing from the the trauma, and it kind of takes someone that gets to hear the stories of your life and kind of strip it down to different perspectives and aspects for you to understand you know how to heal you know your boyfriend or your girlfriend might not know how to heal you they might not be there to heal you from your traumas they might be able to like put a band-aid on it and like soothe it but the healing process you know if, if you if you're in those tough spots as far as mentally like on and off depression um, on and off anxiety, I would definitely you know recommend a therapist you know, and get a therapist that is kind of in your niche. Or if you're if you're a white person, get you a white therapist. If, if and depending on what you, what are you trying to heal from, you know you might want a female therapist or a male therapist. But it, you know if if you're black out there, I would highly recommend a black therapist so they can understand you know what you've they might not personally be able to understand your your exact situation but them being black they're kind of able to relate to the to the the struggle that you went through and they're able to give you the right knowledge on it and i like i said mental health is is very important i i think that you know people are starting to take it more serious now but you know the 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 healing process is where I think a lot of people are trying to figure out where exactly that is. Where exactly does that start? So yeah, if anybody anybody that you know knows me, anybody that might hear me hear my voice and all that other stuff, I'm not a you know licensed therapist, but I got a not a lot of you know knowledge, and I'm open to, to speaking with anybody, you know, because I've done had my own battles so i could relate to anybody that might not always be feeling the best yeah that's really
1: and and just to end a note just to get my little two cents off the table as well um it's more so i would say uh a generational type of thing as well because you know we grow up um in middle school we don't really have therapists we have guidance counselors but I can't go tell a guidance coun a white guidance counselor how me and my homeboys was playing outside my house and the police came and put a gun to my face. Yeah. I can't go tell my white guidance counselor how we went to the liquor store and the police officer disgraced my family name in front of all my friends. Yeah. Like nobody is really going to be able to take you know my pity. We wasn't presented to us. We didn't really have therapists that were readily available. Or growing up, we didn't see our parents go to therapists, our cousins, our brothers and sisters go to therapists. So, we were taught to, you know, keep all these things in, and to, and to bottle up all these emotions, and to carry all this baggage, but nowhere to dump it, nowhere to throw it. And like you said, you can vent to your partner, you can vent to your family, but me personally, I never spoke to an actual therapist about any of my concerns. So, um i do feel like it would be a different experience from what i read about what i what i watch on you know movies televisions and things like that um but you know like i said we're not taught to 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 talk about our our issues we're not taught to 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 go seek a therapist therapists aren't right in our neighborhood we have to go looking for them we have to go find them we have to find the right one because like you said not every therapist is going to be able to uh to fully understand you or you may not even want to talk to that person just based upon, you know, what they look like type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard for us in, in the black community um, and I think now that people are getting more aware of it, people like Charlamagne the God are writing books about it, you know, we're on this podcast, making note about it, highlighting it. It's the best way for people to know that it's okay to go see a therapist. It's okay to have a mental illness and to uh, admit to it and to want to get help because... The basis of you know what we're trying to say is that suicide is a thing, and if your mental illness leads you to that point, that's the worst case scenario right there that you would commit suicide. But we don't want nobody to get to that point, so you know just knowing the awareness that you're not alone and other people are going through things that you're going through as well is important for all listeners to know, and to find somebody, find a therapist like Shaq said he's available. Talk to him. Talk to your best friend, but at the same time, always try to seek professional help as well if it's available to you or, you know, you can afford it, whatever the case may be.
2: But
0: Yeah, speaking of affording, therapy does cost money. So even I know it sounds cool just to throw out therapists out there. Yeah. But for the people, you know, locally around here, like I'm, I'm actually going to say it here first, but I, I was talking to my coworkers a couple like months ago, probably the beginning of the year, and I want to actually put together like a workshop, um, or like a, a work group with like all like my boys and my my coworkers, and just start having those mental health discussions and talks. To where it's a bunch a circle of of black men that you could relate with relate to, come to talk to if you having like issues going on, or even if you know you just want to you know listen and hear what other people are going through. You know just add your two cents to help somebody else so that's i want to i'm I'm gonna you know start that uh soon probably mm, i guess when COVID is over but
2: if not i'll probably have to do that while COVID is here right and that's a great idea because us as brothers we can always find comfort in opening up to our brothers who are going through something similar whereas of course you can't always speak to a spouse speak yeah. to your mother speak to your You know what I mean? Somebody can't afford a therapy. Yeah, of course, that too. So, where we get in a room like all solid brothers, of course, discussing what's really going on, everybody can relate more and understand how to deal through it and go through all these different obstacles because it's tough out here and we can't continue to act too cool and too tough or too strong to go through something. So, it's definitely a great idea though.
0: What do y'all what do y'all think the the issue is though as far as I guess our generation like with addressing mental health like what do you think what do, do you think that people are afraid of the process of healing do you think people are just too caught up in like the propaganda with social media like what is it that people are like what do y'all think people are trying to avoid
2: All the above truthfully Okay well, yeah I agree w- it's
1: all the above and it's also the uh, I guess scaredness of wanting to be not normal cause you I guess the ability to be humanized is to be a normal human right mm-hmm. and by having that type of mental illness you're now admitting to a, a fault that you have so I think it's just people's inability to want to uh, know their true diagnosis or know them true selves they wanna just seem like everything is okay and seem like everything is normal and while they're dealing with their demons inside. Yeah, that's a good point. That's definitely a good point. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I think it's a lot
0: of exploitation going on with, you know, just the generation and how and how vulnerable people are, you know, or young people are. With their, you know, thought process. I don't know if y'all for the listeners out there. I I kind of saw the, the the unfolding of this movie. It's a uh, movie on Netflix called Cuties. Um I think the end of August I had saw like the the trailer and um the description of the the Netflix film first had said uh becomes fantasy. Wait, hold on. Amy becomes fantasized And Amy's 11 by the way She becomes fantasized with a twerking dance crew Hoping to join them She starts to explore her femininity Defying her family's traditions So YouTube I mean not YouTube Netflix had to Eventually take that down Because people got them the fuck out of here But now the the film has actually released They changed the description I think And it's, it's banned in the United States So that's probably why you probably didn't see it on your Netflix Uh, but if you're somewhere overseas I think Europe some places it might be released Uh, it's just it's it's weird you know the movies clearly um, exploiting young girls Uh, I don't know who would want to you know see a film with young girls Basically, like rebelling against their families to, to to twerk, right? Like I don't I don't know what that does as far as you know progressing. You know the communities and progressing us as a people, but it was also theories going around that a 2003 movie that came out was called 13. They were kind of. Um, Comparing the movies and saying how, you know People were so against this cuties movie But they were not talking about this 13 movie as such, you know And they weren't twerking in this th- this movie in 2003 But I guess the uncomfortable part about it in both films I guess people, the, the, the young girls were experimenting with their sexuality And... I don't know. It's kind of. It's just a a touchy t- topic. Just value trying to put value in the over sexual sexualization of women. That just it is just weird.
2: It is, and it's actually upsetting, especially during these times when where there's a lot of like pedophilia and all types of nonsense going on. So like, why would they even try to film such a thing during these times? We're already dealing with too much you know, behind the scenes-ish that's going on. Now they have this, so of course, I'm not surprised that it's banned in the States. But what does? how does this benefit the culture, though, is what I'm trying to figure out. Sexualizing little girls at that, like, y'all started off in 3 13, now 2020, you take it two years younger. That shit is crazy. And I'm pretty sure the only reason we didn't talk about it in 03 Cause it wasn't social media back then yeah. and we were what 11 10 you know niggas wasn't a watching lifetime yeah so we of course nobody could really call it back then but now whereas social media and everything's booming it's just like nah it's yeah, crazy it's... i don't know who the director was i don't know who the, but like i n- said they, they tried
0: to change the description on uh netflix this was back in august though before the movie came out just Seeing the trailer of it and the description, they tried to change it, I guess, to make a difference. But, you know, I don't know what you get out of, like I said, sexualizing little girls. Like, that shit is just, that shit is weird. My
2: thing is, they changed the description as if that was going to change the movie. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> the that going to change still, the scenes.
0: Up. Yeah, the movie's that, still the yeah, movie, like, That's crazy.
1: I, I don't know, man. Nah, that shit was definitely uh, the trailer was tough th- to watch. I mean, I just watched this for you know conversation purposes, <laughs> so we could be able to discuss it. Nah. But just being a father to a young <laughs> to a young daughter, it's scary, man. It's like you don't know what the future really holds for her. I'm of course I'm gonna do my best to raise her as the best young woman that she can. But and just taking the movie as an example, you know, kids are easily influenced by their surroundings and they're easily influenced by other kids that are, are, are around them. Um, and this movie, uh, although it is, in, in, in my view, oh, exploitation of young young children, young young, young girls, uh, just Rotten Tomatoes, they try to make it seem like a little better. And for those who don't, don't know who Rotten Tomatoes is, it's basically like the reviewers of movies. Um, this movie actually got a full tomato, it was 89%. Wow. Um, so that's a pretty decent review. Um a lot of the reviewers that reviewed it kind of had mixed mixed views about it. They don't really necessarily think that it was more so exploit uh, exploitative type of film. They more so seen that it was just you know young struggle, immigrant, black people culture type of thing. Uh, one thing I can say though is that this movie was like again derived from from French so it, it does differentiate a little bit from the. US norms of what we normally see but I mean the facts are the facts it's still, Exploiting young girls. I was actually watching uh a TV. Twerkin didn't start in France, not to cut you off. Nah, of Twerkin yeah, didn't yeah.
0: start in France, so they know what they're, doing. They know what they're and, doing. And it was in the US. The movie was supposed to come out in the US too. They just got, it got banned.
1: Yeah. Uh, of course. working like we it's a US thing. <laughs> 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 Them French, they, yeah. they move like we move over here. And you got black you got black girls in the movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they knew what they was <laughs> doing. What you were saying though? Nah, I, I was saying, um, I was actually watching this series. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's called P-Valley. Oh, I hear everybody talking Pussy about that. Pussy Valley, you feel know yeah, me? Everybody, everybody kept talking I don't, I don't about it. I watch it, but I heard it. So I tuned in to it. see what it's about. It's about strippers or whatever, the strip club out down in Mississippi and shit like that. But it was just like a coincidence how when I watched this shit, the same shit was basically going on in P-Valley where young girls were basically being influenced by the strippers and wanting to uh, dance like them and twerking and just doing all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like the modern day that we're at right now, like these girls get exposed to this twerking <laughs> wop culture yeah. at a young ass age, you know what I'm saying? So, it's really tough. It's tough, but I think the movie does show the influences of how, you know, the surrounding can can influence a young a young girl's mind.
0: And how do you how do y'all like cuz a lot of the things that I might say would be like you know parents or not 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 me i would say like the the devil's advocate kind of opinions would kind of be like you know parents got to control what their parents watch even with the WAP video a lot of you know people would say you know your kids shouldn't be watching it so like that's your job as a parent to you know stop them from doing things doing, again, doing once, that
2: yeah once again not to cut you off to me that's bullshit because we're in a different time than what it was back in the day. Five-year-olds didn't have tablets. Yeah, <laughs> Smart you, you going to watch over your ta- over yeah. your kid twenty-four-seven to see what they watching. Like, nah, you're you gonna try your best. Of yeah, course you're you gonna try your best. Uh, yeah, but, but you're not gonna see everything again, that your kid does. They didn't and, see everything we did when, when we didn't have all that. And that's that shit. the thing.
1: I might control what my kid does, but yeah. who's to say the next parent is gonna control what their kid does? Mm-hmm. So my Around kid goes to kid, school. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna get exactly. <laughs> exposed to that shit.
2: And that's how we got exposed to shit. If we was if our parents were strict at home, we went to school and saw some bullshit. <laughs> and then we picked up on it. Picked and, up uh, on that's it. That's the like uh, you could set the foundation as a parent, but
0: you know yeah. And I'm not speaking like I am a parent, but I just know, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, it's easy to, you know, be able to have that foundation and lay that foundation down as a parent. But after that, the kids that are around your kid are kind of the ones that influence what they do or not influence. Right. But, you know, my thing is there's adults out here that still don't know how to control, you know, Certain things in their own life, so to try to tell a a a kid or a parent like yo, you know, your your kid don't gotta be like that if you if a parent just around it to watch what they do like it's not as easy as that because right. like I'm saying like adults still don't know like yo I don't have to watch this shit <laughs> like or yo I don't have to see what's going on on this platform or I don't have to hear about the the latest gossip that's going on like. They don't even know that. So, I, I like this is a tough situation, very tricky. But, parents, parenting is important. You know, black fathers are, are definitely important. Um, and that's a whole nother topic. We'll probably get into that a whole nother time. Yeah, but, you know, parenting is so important. Foundation is so important. Be, being able to have that open communication with your kids is super important because we know as growing up as as kids we ain't always had the best feedback when we was you know just living going through shit like me personally like i ain't you know having the the sex talk with my mom it was like not even really a sex talk like it was just really about shit that i had already experienced anyway like you trying to tell me shit and i didn't already went to that extent I done already been
2: in the crib, your crib at that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, getting, that's it, it. getting it popping. It's funny you said that, cause I don't think I had a talk with Mom Dukes, it's just on some shit. She going,
1: she going, knew, going, right? th-
2: going through nah, going through my shit and saw some yondos, you <laughs> know what I mean? At that point she already knew what was going on, but a nigga was old enough, like what are you gonna say? Like, you know what I mean? At that point. like A lot
0: of, a lot of men, you know, like, or just a lot of people, a lot of black women, men, you don't really have that that talk, that, I know I didn't, you know. It's and,
1: different now nowadays. I ain't not mean to cut you off, yeah, Shane. It's because we're, we're exposed to sex before we even know what the fuck it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. like I said, that gains... that it You develop a whole nother level of stress when you don't understand the power of sex and then you add on your own problems and your own issues. And I don't want to veer too, too far off the, the topic that we're discussing, but... You know, if anybody was to see this movie, I would love to understand like what were these kids really going through that they had to do what they were doing? Because I didn't, although I didn't see the movie, the trailer does kind of tell you what it's about. And to kind of rebel against your parents and you know the, the, your family traditions to 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 shake to shake your ass, you know, I just I don't understand. You know, the, the, whoever the the director is peace be with you you know i ain't i ain't gonna wish no harm on 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 the person that that directed this film but i just like i said it just baffles me like the the things that are put out yeah i feel like that director needs a therapist yeah that's a fact <laughs> the
1: director needs to go see therapy. that's a that's fact Like,
0: right? uh, that was very uncomfortable to see y'all y'all nasty who the creators of this, of this film i ain't gonna put y'all on blast um any last thoughts on that before we before we move on?
2: Nah, there ain't no more to be said on yeah, that. Ain't though. too like, much to talk yeah, on
1: that, man. They, I go back to what I was saying. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? We could just pray and hope for the best while we're trying to raise our young young queens. Basically.
0: Right. NBA um NBA talks. The the playoffs getting more intense Getting spicy yeah, the clippers then got then got fuck up out of here get get paul george to up out of there oh, way, way off p <laughs> way off p you know what i mean this I this can't nigga believe even
1: had the name playoff p I, i've never seen him do good in the playoffs never. bro
0: so let me find it this nigga paul george at the end of the um the, the elimination game he the says half, right the, he says We've always felt this is not a championship or bust year for us. We can only get better the longer we stay together, and the more we're around each other. These are the same niggas <laughs> that was talking shit to Dame Lillard, and um, I think when the playoffs just started, right? Right. Yeah. So nobody's going into the playoffs thinking like, "Yo, we we might not be able to win this." You know that that's some bullshit. All this right. nigga just. Wasn't prepared, didn't come to play, and you know, the the result showed.
2: It yeah, did. that's all that was. <laughs> Too much low man- management days, you yeah. know what I mean? Not enough days in the gym. So I don't want to hear nothing from Paul George. You know, I think Kawhi,
0: in my opinion, Kawhi is good. That nigga done won NBA Finals and the NBA Finals MVP in both conferences. Yeah. So if you ask me, I mean, he, he can't really be at total fault for this, I think they need to get rid of
2: paul george yeah, he only had one bad game yeah whereas pg was out here wailing and if he
1: do have a bad game you as paul george supposed to back him up
2: exactly
1: so i don't think no one's leaving though as far as paul george and Kawhi, this again this this was their first year the same way how it's been lebron and ad's first year um even both of their games didn't really even... Because the Clippers were already good, regardless of... with Both of them not even on the team. They were already a solid team. Shout out to Lou Will, um, six man of the year, Montrezl Harrell. Um, Doc Rivers, an amazing coach, Pat Beverly. So they was already solid as, as, as can be, as, as a, as a s- squad. Then you get two ball-dominant players like PG and Kawhi. That's going to change the whole culture of their offense. They were more so swing around get Lou Will spot up. He created his own shot type of thing. But now there's more guys creating their own shot. And when having, playing a team like the Denver Nuggets, that's an actual team that just went to fucking game seven against the Utah Jazz that's Mm -hmm. been, you know what I mean, fighting tooth and nails, not trying to get eliminated. It was a tough series. And Jamal Murray, a bad man. Let's yeah. start off by saying that. Yeah, Shout out to Jamal Murray. He's a bad man. A fact. He's that coming boy, like he's unguardable at this point. That boy know how to shoot that thing. Yeah. I tell you that. And the Joker, he's one of the, the best centers I've ever seen play the game already. Like, his ability to pass out the post, hit the three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the Joker. Like a modern-day fucking um, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Like yeah. <laughs> He grabs the rebounds.
2: He does it all type he of shit. He does. Man. And the thing with the Denver Nuggets, they look they look happy out there. Yeah. They look calm at peace. They're they just, just getting buckets, yeah. time. They're not over worried too much of stats and all that. They just there to ball and win. Right. So that's definitely a, a nice young squad. So shout out to them for that. So in other news, um,
0: anybody in New Jersey, uh, we just we won't be voting for the president. Just the president in November will also be. Uh, legalizing marijuana which will be on the ballot uh, it, it will appear on question one it, that's what there's what, what they're saying in uh, in the articles if approved marijuana will be legalized for adults 21 and over and subject to state taxes obviously yeah that's a that's a big move for Jersey people done been speaking it into existence for I think the last two years I feel like the last 10.
1: <laughs> well,
0: for, yeah, for Jersey, I think for Jersey, maybe, like, the past couple few years, like, uh, but I think it's going to come into fruition soon, especially because Phil Murphy has already kind of put that into his proposal before he was governor.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that. When he was pushing for governor, that was one of his main, you know, uh, optics, like, there, like, trying to legalize marijuana.
0: So, yeah, I think that'll uh, kind of help, help the economy over here is i think we're maybe top five most expensive states if not i want top to say three. top two for yeah, real if not top three I, most ex- I, most expensive I states think.
2: i don't want to guess it though
0: but yeah marijuana is like a a, a controlled substance where you know the the higher-ups they believe that is a, a a bad drug that causes a, a lot of harm you know but you know since i've been on this earth alcohol has been valid and able to you know purchase of course obviously if you're you know 21 and older but it's just weird just you know people Barely. that yeah people that know you know people if you know you know all the the benefits of marijuana right. and it not only affects the economy in a good way but also crime In states like Colorado And the earlier states that legalized Marijuana They all you know shared You know the Common crime rate Decline So I'm excited for that I'm actually trying to You know (laughs) drive as many people To the polls as possible you know Obviously we're voting against The lesser of two evils but you know, if I can be a part of legalizing the tree, uh, I'm, I'm frontlining with that
1: yeah, one. Yeah, all for it. <laughs> That's, That's a fact. All, I'm all for that one. Regardless, the people need to get out there and vote. for president, um, very important. If you're a felon, still vote. Um, marijuana, <laughs> we've been having this long battle. I think if it does get legalized in Jersey, that would be huge, like Shaq said, as far as lowering the crime rate. People was getting locked up for less than an ounce of weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is something that we know, motherfucker smoking a week. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Exactly. But the positives behind it, like Shaq said too, is going to be good for the economy, good for New Jersey and whole it states like Colorado, D.C., um, Michigan, Oregon. That's you no know, dealing with it now. Nevada. If you go out to Vegas, you can grab it. I can't wait personally like it's been a long time coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ready to smoke some weed uh recreationally without looking over my shoulder every 5 minutes. All right. I didn't
0: really want to talk about
1: <laughs> this Offset and Cardi
0: B shit, but Oh, man. <laughs> the is is reports out that Cardi B has filed for divorce uh against Offset and Allegedly, she wants full custody of their of child. Uh, I don't really got, you know, any crazy thoughts about it. I wasn't really surprised. I thought that, you know, the first time he the news came out that he cheated, I kind of thought that it was going to end there. Yeah, I thought he learned his lesson. No, I thought the relationship was going to end. Oh, that's what you thought? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought the shit was dubs at that point. Cause right, right. It's too, first of all, the relationship is too public. Second, you know, like she Cardi B. Right. He's offset, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't I didn't feel like she needed to be with him, but I think after that WAP video dropped, that nigga was just suffering. I don't know I don't know what he did allegedly. He, you know, stepped out again. I don't know. I don't really, you know, care too much about it. Right.
2: But, you know, I she was trying sh- to say 'cause she she said she ain't cooking clean. Oh, she ain't cooking clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rumors though You know yeah. niggas like to make fun and shit But not in all seriousness Like we said We really could care less But Since it is trending news You know what I mean
0: Yeah and I'm not really that You know Educated on On the ins and outs of that Cause um, I'm not <laughs> You know part of the, the The Barty gang and shit And shit like that <laughs> And I don't really wanna I don't even really wanna make this Cause we done talked about a lot of You know Perspective topics I didn't want to just throw that in the, in the midst Just because people want to talk about it So yeah man I wish them nothing but the best And I Encourage everybody to Respect themselves And everybody around them Yeah and in closing Y'all got anything else y'all want to say Wrapping up on anything that we talked about today um,
2: Brianna Taylor Mental health Kanye Yeah, basically, like my brothers were saying, mental health is very important. If you can't afford a therapist, definitely seek one. But the moral of this whole situation is go out there and vote. That's very important, especially during these times we are. That's all I got to say. And do what we doing, man.
1: Talk, laugh, joke around. Be more open minded. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to continue rolling out with these episodes. Keep tuning in. We're going to drop some gems on y'all. And just take from what we're talking. And and if you could just take one thing from each conversation that we have, that we could just touch one person. And at least we know that, you know, our messages are being felt. Our opinions are being valid. And just continue to rock with us. And with that
0: being said, this is No Apology. True. The No Apology Podcast. See y'all next week.
2: Peace and love.